Hey, this is Brett Miller with uh, Wood Talk podcast for the NWFA. Uh, we've been on lockdown a little bit here with the the pandemic lockdown, but wanted to um, try to keep keep conversations going with some of our members out there. And I had a really good opportunity to catch up with a, an old friend, a good friend, and and a, a legend and veteran in our industry about oh just his background and and what he's doing but we had some really good talks so i i am happy to have as a guest on wood talk dave marzalek dave well thank you thank you brett thank you for the opportunity to uh, share a little bit with dm hardwood design that's your business that's still your business today what was it that you feel brought you from being just a standard floor guy to being somebody who sells himself on stepping out from the crowd and doing something out of the ordinary. What is it that separates you? What was, what was that moment? This next moment that I'm going to talk about happened in mammoth lakes. I did a little messing around with square blocks and half diamonds around fireplace hearts, you know, before I got to mammoth and then at mammoth, I'm sitting down lunch break. It's snowing. It's winter time, and I'm laying this floor straight up up top, and then there's an entryway that was elongated, very long square entryway, um, very nice house. And um, at lunch on the staircase, I'm just looking through a Smithsonian magazine, and I saw Navajo war bonnet and led to the ideas of my first floor of the year award and then at the same time and i don't know how i got this magazine that's where i found out about my mentor eugene klotz from renaissance floor inlays right and i saw and it was and, and it happened to be the floor of the year issue and there was jean's floor a very european renaissance uh, Victorian cut inlay in an entryway and a spiral staircase kind of flowing around it. And I read the article about this guy. I'm going, it has to be laser cut, right? Nobody, you know, la- no, and it was hand cut. And I right. was just blown away by seeing this. And that's when I started to pursue the inlays. And then this gentleman at up in Mammoth, my my homeowner, uh, saw that I said I want to do this Navajo war bonnet in your entryway because he had he had native art in his house, and he says you can do that. And I said yes, and, and I said I just need the image blown up. So what happened from there? It's like everything was perfectly fitting. This guy is a photographer, had a dark room and a projector and he was able to take that image and, and put it onto a projector and project that image on a wall where I put poster board taped up and started drawing the image for that war bonnet. And that's where the first floor of the year entry award, uh, we did, we redid the Navajo war bonnet, adding the red tail hawk on top of it. And then after that, I decided it needed more. It wasn't it wasn't Indian enough for me. 
that's where the feathers came around the, to kind of make it like a dream catcher. And oh, yeah. that was my first two awards. And so in 1996, the NWFA convention was in Las Vegas. I went to the convention to meet Gene Klotz. Gene Klotz happened to win floor of the year, like two of them that year. And I went and introduced myself and showed him what I wanted to do and talked with him. And I met Chuck Crispin at that time. He won an award that year, I believe. And I showed him the butterfly and he says, I'm like rookie of the year. And I didn't, you know, I didn't speak a long time with him, but I spoke with Gene and Gene said he was coming down to do a job in San Juan Capistrano in the summertime. And that's when we hooked up. I went to the, his hotel room. I showed him the drawing of what I wanted to do. And he told me that I needed to get a scroll saw and I needed to do a certain things. And, and off I went. And Gene was really impressed, you know, and, uh, that's what it took, right? To, so it was a, it was an addiction after that. I'll bet, I'll bet. And one of the things that you had said that um, reminds me of, you know, when you said when you first saw some of Klaus's work, you were awe inspired. I remember mm-hmm. uh, we both share a mutual friend, Wayne Highlander, um, great friend, another uh, craftsman yes. in this industry. But Wayne was at one of your schools, and he sent me some pictures of what you guys did. And this was several years ago, about 10 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it blew Dur- me away. Durango. Just, Durango. That's, that's right. And uh, it just blew me away seeing what you guys did. And there was eagles, and there was whales, and there was just all of this marketry that you guys were building out. And then the, uh-huh. the logs that were laid into the floor. So I think it was the next year you put on another school, and I went out for that. And mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be a part of two classes that you put together. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a, a game changer for me. The, the stuff that I learned from you, the people that I met at those schools learned from them seeing yeah. the artistic abilities. I mean, I think there's, there's some things that we probably can forget about those schools like fire and, and uh, <laughs> 55 gallon drums of water just for safety's sake, just in case we burn the place down. But it was some of the most amazing work that, that I've had a chance to ever put my hands on. And I learned so much. And I think a lot of it does. It goes back to your, where you learned from and some of the stuff that inspired you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just flows its way through. So fast forwarding, I mean, you've got, you own, I think, what, 20 Wood Floor of the Year awards from, from all of the years and all of the work you've done. Is that right? Yeah, 20 of them. That's, that's Very amazing. proud of that. Very Absolutely. That. As you should be. Um, it's, it's something, what, what are your plans today? Fast forwarding to today. I mean, we're in a, a case right now where everybody's kind of locked down and reevaluating their businesses and reevaluating what they're doing professionally in our industry because we're forced to stay home in a lot of places. Right. Um, what are you? What is your goal in moving forward in terms of spreading your knowledge 
to others in this industry so that it lives long beyond you? Well, or Eugene you know, Fox, for that you matter, know, I, and going back. You know, after the two accidents that I had and, you know, my, my battle with alcohol and um, my depression with my father dying and my mother dying at early ages and getting past that and, you know, and, and uh, surviving two major accidents where I should have absolutely been dead. Um, I returned to my Christian background and, uh that you know um brought me to where i am today um i you know winning 24 of the years left me to be very egotistic um very arrogant um i didn't you know and and i didn't realize that at the time because i was living a fast life a reckless life and um, coming out of my major accident in Denver in October 14, 2014, and surviving and being in the hospital for, you know, four months and getting myself put back together, I decided to, you know, take care of the alcohol problem first and foremost, take care of David and, um then re rebuild uh, clarity. And, you know, I, there was a point of clarity where I knew I was really, really talented, and I, but I, I wasn't the person that I wanted to be, and I wanted to re restructure all that and then redo my industry. Get my, it took me a long time, Brett, four, five years now. To get to where I am today. Congratulations. And, That's and, awesome. And um, I wanted to give back. I wanted to give back. God gave me this talent. God gave me this talent. And he gave me the talent to go seek out talent. And to put it all together, I now have to give it back. And Because it wasn't for me to keep. It wasn't for me to hoard. That there's where the light bulb went on to have the schools that I can teach. I just needed to correct a few things along the way. And the accident fast forwarded me to this day. You know, I'm proud to say that I'm 4.3 years sober and that I am having private schools in between my jobs out in Southern California my home builder that I've been doing floors for for 30 years in Southern California asked me to go up and put wood steps in his guest house up at June Lakes, right on the lake, up in the Eastern Sierras, Mammoth Lakes area. And I was like, darn it, Mark, you know, Mark Hobson. I have several drawings I drew when I was in the hospital. This one was a wilderness scene and it had to do with all the animals that lived up in the Eastern Sierras. So it went down that way. So I got on the phone, I actually used Facebook and said, I'm doing a special project. I need help. If you're interested, private message me. And a lot of people did. I told them about the project. It's gonna be inlay, broken, 
parquet, just broken, everything inconsistent. I'm looking forward to doing more schools. Uh, we're, we're in uh, this coronavirus pandemic, which is blowing everybody's minds away because none of us have ever seen this in our lifetime. Really, I don't remember the 2009 one, but I am working. Um, they consider me essential out here. So I am continuing to work and it, you know, there, there is work, uh, but I do plan on having uh, real-time schools. I would love to teach for the NWFA if they invite me. We can all coexist. Um, I'd like to bring a different, I, I bring a different element to the table. And um, I like interacting with people. It's just that there's a part of me that wants to get back. I would not be where I am today without the NWFA because they created the school that I get to participate in. They, get to, they created the contest and the conventions where I have met industry after industry of friends throughout. I've been with the NWFA for over 20 years. You know, and I want to give back some way, somehow. I'm a different person now than I was six years ago. Of course. So, Absolutely. Well, Dave, know. I appreciate it. You're, you're a wealth of knowledge, and I agree. You could easily write a book on what you've done, what you've seen, where you come from, not to mention the artwork that you produce. I still consider you probably one of the most talented artists in our industry, if not the most talented artist in our industry. And we're, we're fortunate you. to have somebody like you in our industry that's willing to give back. So thank you. I really appreciate your time and I appreciate your service to the industry. And uh, I hope, hope for your best health and, and safety over this whole uh, pandemic. Oh God, you too, Brett. And do me a favor, put this on the record. Say hi to Michael Martin for me. I sure will, for sure. Okay. Okay. Dave, thank you. Thanks again. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.